0: Welcome to Policy Today, thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State. Produced by the Washington Research Council. My name is Lou Moore. I'm with the Washington Research Council, and I'm with Chris Showbloom here today, who is our research director and senior economist. And it's a good thing that he is, because today we're going to talk about dynamic scoring. We're going to look at... uh, look at the effects of fiscal policy through the lens and uh, through the methodology of dynamic scoring. And Chris, this is a a topical issue because CBO is now required as of uh, the first of the year to uh, employ dynamic scoring when they look at fiscal policy. So what's up with this and what the heck is dynamic scoring anyway?
1: So, well, it's, it's, often called the uh, Full Employment for Economists Act, uh, <laughs> or rule in this case, um, it's uh, um, dynamic scoring, um, uh, first of all, scoring. Uh, for any um, tax or major tax or spending bill, uh, the... Uh, uh, the uh, Budget analysts are, are required to to make an estimate of uh, what that uh, that uh, bill will end up costing the uh, uh, federal um, uh, government, or it, the, we have this on the state level also. What it, what it will cost the state government, um, and and uh, dynamic scoring. Um, attempts to take into account uh, the effects of the bill in question um, on the economic performance of the governmental unit being analyzed. So, uh, in, in the case of, um, of the federal government, if you pass a bill um, uh, that was going to cut tax rates, um, a, a static score would simply uh, take a, a fixed projection of, uh, of how the economy was going to evolve over time and, and see how, against that unchanging fixed... Um, um, forecast uh, what the revenue consequences would be of a reduced tax rate on a particular part. Uh, with dynamic scoring um, the the dynamic scoring attempts to take into account the feedback between changes in tax rates and changes in levels of ac- of economic activity so if a tax rate was reduced and it was expected that the the economy would expand because of that reduction in in uh, the tax rate um, the uh, dynamic score would take into account in addition to the revenue loss because of the lower rate uh, it all it would account for additional revenue coming in because of the increased level of economic activity.
0: okay so uh, Chris I note that uh, the New York Times in a headline they used for a story about dynamic scoring called it defensible but slippery. what are they talking about did, did they get that right?
1: Yeah in, in principle you know in principle you want. Um, um, legislators uh, to be cognizant of all of the impacts of any um, any any bill that's potential impacts of any bill that's before them, uh, and, and it, it, it makes perfect sense for the for the um, the, the folks who are modeling um, uh, their staff who are, are looking at, at the consequences of legislation to take into account all of these dynamics. Uh, the, what the slippery part is that um, that these uh, dynamic models themselves sort of are great deal of uncertainty um uh, uh associated with them you know we're, we're we're dealing with economists and uh econ you get uh, pull in a half dozen economists and you'll get a dozen different opinions about are, are you saying ending.
0: chris that uh, economics is not only the dismal science but also the slippery science at times at times okay well, well you, you mentioned modeling which is a, a subject uh, in itself that's very interesting to me so uh an economic system is very complicated. So I guess if you're going to look at it holistically, you, you have to have a, a model that is robust enough to, to handle a lot of data. And models over the years have become much more robust as our co- computing ability has been increasing geometrically. So are, is uh, is that world up to the job of doing this kind of modeling?
1: Um. I think the answer to that is yes, it is kind of up to it, but, but it, I think it's unrealistic for, for the, the models to come up with a single answer. Uh, I mean, because of the uncertainty we have about the the models, uh, the most you, what, what you can hope for is that the that the um, uh, the analysts will provide legislators with a range of possible estimates and trying to cr- trying to communicate where the uncertainty is and and, and such. Uh, you know, this is a very uncertain. You know, legislators always have to make decisions uh, in the face of tremendous uncertainty. And I think just quantifying that uncertainty is an important um, role for the analysts that aid them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Q in this article in the New York Times points out that that one of the uncertainties isn't just about economic behavior; it's about how the legislatures of the future might react to some negative uh, things coming out of, off of this policy, and that their reactivity may have a big factor as well. So.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, and, and that's you know when when legislators are forecasting the future, um, um, one of the things they have to forecast is what uh, the people sitting in their seats will be doing uh, years into the future mm-hmm. uh, and, and and actually, I legislators may do a better job of, of that, of forecasting that stuff, than the uh, than the economists will do about the, the nuts and bolts of the economy.
0: Sure, they sure. know it firsthand. Sure. Well, when you when you look at modeling, and we now know modeling is a is a critical part of dynamic scoring. Uh, a lot of people say whatever you put in the model is what you get out, and you know there's criticism of climate modeling uh, because of that. So. Um, what what is the role of, uh, of selectivity in the, the kind of modeling that would go on with dynamic scoring, and, and how would uh, and how would you create transparency?
1: Well, so there are two there are two things here. The first is that um, for a system of dynamic scoring to work, um, you need a um, a highly skilled uh, nonpartisan staff to run those uh, models. Um, and something you actually see, I think, that on the um, um, on the congressional level, and and the committees that are tasked with doing this scoring, the Joint Economic Committee and. Uh, um, and the other one that does this CBO CBO that's right uh, funny I should, CBO should have been the first one to come out there um, both have a history of uh, a strong history of, 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 of a very very competent staff and and staff that are kind of driven by external norms of professionalism so um, so I think I think we're set up pretty well there mm-hmm. uh, but the second thing that you that you really want to have is that is the for the the, um, the the uh, staff to be running several different models with different sets of assumptions, so that they and then communicating to the um, uh, to the legislature legislators um, um, the the range of the uh, uh, of possible outcomes and how those outcomes vary depending on how the the model chosen and, and then how various parameters within the model are t- are tweaked.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, coincidentally enough, our annual dinner speaker, Dr. Evans, is uh, kind of in this game a little bit and uh, is from the Open Source Policy Center uh, at American Enterprise Institute. And, of course, their, their answer to this is that the, the modeling that actually creates the policy has to be open source so people can evaluate how, how yes. that selection of, of uh, data occurs. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, and you know the the, the question of, of dynamic scoring arises on the state level as well as on the um, uh, national level. Been, been questions about whether you know, our state legislature should move to do dynamic scoring of, of various tax measures.
0: Well yeah, I mean, you compare uh, a state's problem in this area to the federal government. A state has to balance their budget at some point. And uh, states are competing with other states, so the effects of their fiscal policy uh, uh, is is very connected to the bottom line, so to yeah. speak.
1: Yeah, and and but states also have to balance the budget essentially year by year, rather than over a, a longer period. And, and in my words, the dynamic scoring problem is, is less severe p- p- uh, for the. Uh, The potential problem with dynamic scoring, I think, is less severe on the state level because uh, what you fear is a situation where the model is going to tell you that, yeah, you're going to lose some money over the near term, but 10 years from now, uh, the dollars are going to be rolling in. Uh, and, and states just don't have the opportunity to kind of exploit that uh, that intertemporal difference. They've got to be sort of ba- balanced year by year by year.
0: Sure. Uh, well, when you mentioned that, and, and earlier you talked about uh, a nonpartisan staff and the importance of neutrality and those kinds of things, that there is kind of a partisan divide on dynamic scoring because supply-siders – uh, tend to like it, and those who are not in that direction tend to not like it as much. Is that correct?
1: That's true. That's true. But but it's not clear that the models that will be used for dynamic scoring will have, show as much bang from tax cuts as the supply-siders um, uh, expect that they will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, just to go back on the state level, um, it, it, I think there's a, a, a limitation on... In our state, for the use of dynamic scoring, is um, our short legislative session, and the and the great deal of time that that goes into doing a competent dynamic scoring exercise. Um, so we, our legislature, and and um, does not have the staff to do more than one or two or maybe three. Uh, com- um, Competent uh, dynamic scoring exercises in the course of a legislative session. Um, when uh, when the legislature comes in, there bills upon bills are thrown into the hoppers, and staff is running around trying to get a handle on each one, each and every one of them. And they don't have the luxury of the time to do the kind of detailed analysis that a, a competent dynamic score requires.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the CBO is now tasked with doing dynamic scoring and they have a new director and I think he might have his hands full. Yes. It'll be fun to watch. It will be indeed. Uh, this has been Policy Today. My name is Lou Moore, president of the Washington Research Council, joined here today by Chris Schoblum, who is our senior economist and research director. Thank you so much for being with us. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.